another week, another talking dirty. Oh. Oh? Oh. 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 All right, this week we got oh. for you in the NBA, we got trade rumors. Oh. In the NFL, we got the Super Wildcard Weekend recap on top of injuries, headlines, and the divisional round pickups. Then over in pop culture, we got the Book of Boba Fett new episode to recap. Uh, I talk a little bit about Peacemaker. And then we got the Moon Knight trailer. And of course, your James of the Week. So with that, take it away, Ryan. No. Oh. Uh, koozies for sale seven dollars a piece. DM us if you're interested in a koozie. Cold beer, warm hands. I can't lose. On top of that. Our newest sponsor, as of last week, <laughs> Kent's Brothers Painting. Yeah. Uh, if a guy, your house is a piece of shit. Yeah. It, it looks pretty shitty. Yeah. One, one thing you can do to make it better yeah. is it's called Bob Kent's and Kent's Brothers Painting here mm-hmm. to come uh, spruce it up. Spruce up the place. Yeah. yeah. Make, make, it, make it presentable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very presentable. Yeah. It's a, it's a hot piece <laughs> of garbage. But Bob Kent can come in and fix it. Can fix it all up for you for a reasonable price. So if you're like guy and you live in a shithole, uh, call Bob Kent now four one two seven eight four one five seven seven and get a free quote today. I like that. That's a good. Point. Actually, I just add the free quote part. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they offer that. All right, let's get into it. Right, and before we get into it, Guy, how are you doing? Uh, See, I remember. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing good, man. All's well. I booked a, we booked a place for a Deep Creek trip. Nice. Pretty nice, pretty strippers? Nice um, under, behind closed doors strippers, yes, probably. Nice. We'll keep it. Keep behind, it. behind closed doors, as you're saying, into a podcast to go public <laughs> for anyone to listen. <laughs> Well, it'll be one of those things that, like, it's a, it'll be a covert business transaction. Yeah. Wait, side note. Sorry. It's only because I was on M&M's. Did you see M&M's come yeah. out that they're going to be more inclusive with their characters? Yeah, did, you see, did you see? They essentially said sneakers equals a leading role. So they gave the green M&M's sneakers. Okay. And then the brown M&M is not a bossy lady. She's now a boss lady. <sighs> And I'm just waiting for the peanut M&M to identify as a pretzel M&M. Yeah, that'd be fun. And they just throw bags at you, and it's like... like well, it's the, just, the yellow you M&M's going to be... Getting. It's just a mix. The yellow M&M's going to be a uh, mentally challenged, inclusive for mentally challenged people. <laughs> he always was kind of mentally challenged. <laughs> I'm not saying that in a rude way. I'm just spitting facts here. <laughs> it's just it's so much. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's, that's sweet about Deep Creek. I, I love Deep Creek. Oh, it's a great spot. One day my bachelor party is going to be Deep Creek. Nice. It's fucked up. <laughs> Throw people, a keg in my leg. People may die. I, everyone's not going to be back. Uh, but How are you doing, man? Good. Going to Columbus tomorrow. So my weekend starts today on Thursday. It's mm-hmm. always nice to see. That's a huge deal, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it? Got actually week of vacation at work. Oh, it's just a bunch of work stuff that's been up and up. So, but mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. Columbus is a pretty good spot, I hear. There's some there's some stuff out there that's nice. I did you hear? I can't. I'm not just saying this. I don't want to be sound mean. Not mean. It's not mean at all. There's a gang of gay people. 
In Columbus. So what happens when you get whacked? I don't know, but it's, they're called like the uh, South Shore Bussy Boys or something. I'm not even kidding. It's like it's like Columbus's most dangerous gang is a gang of homosexuals called the Bussy Boys. That's hilarious. I'm I, between this segment and NFL. I will have it looked up, and I will I will tell you what it is. I don't want to look it up right now, but it's because it's like just this, like sit in a coffee right, shop and like stare at your outfit and judge you or something. Dude, yeah, they circle around <laughs> you and it's like nice shoes. They don't match your shirt. Those do not work for you. Like, it's like oh fuck, man. Like, <laughs> You're wearing white after Labor Day. Are you kidding me? Is that uh, brown and black? <laughs> I'm colorblind. I'm just, like crying. <laughs> Columbus, gay gang. Because Columbus is a big gay area. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So the gang's all queer. It's a gang. Okay. Um, you know, the, this is an article about gay gangs in Columbus. I'm trying to find the busy boys. Uh, okay. And I'm kind of, kind of surprised it wasn't like San Francisco or something. It's Columbus. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I would not expect that. But, uh, yeah. Short North. Yeah. It's the Short North Bussy Boys. Oh, my Lord. Gay gang terrorizes Short North. (laughs) That's the... the, And then the picture is a a rainbow flag with an AK-47 on it. That is the funniest part. (laughs) Yeah, Short North Bussies. I just feel like they have conflicting political interests. Yeah, then later later in it... Um, it, it describes what bussy is. Bussy, or boy pussy, is an LGBT slang term for a male anus. <laughs> or a trans person's masculine vulva. That's what it says. So if you're either trans and like fully transitioned, or if you're... I don't know. I don't know. That's a very that's a really weird tangent I went around, but yeah, it's so hopefully I don't run into the short north <laughs> bussy boys when I'm in Columbus this weekend. Uh, anyways, let's get into some sports instead of gay gangs. Um, we're at the top. Uh, MLB. We haven't had MLB in a while. There's been a lockout. Um, also, by the way, I I secured a guest uh, a guest for a few weeks from now. Okay. okay. As soon as NFL's over, we've been. Not doing NHL, so I'm trying to get <laughs> Stalter and Florida Dave. Wow, wow. We have three mics. They can share a mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And they can come and just update everyone. With, if, if, if someone listens to this podcast <laughs> looking for NHL news and they've been very excited we haven't talked about it in months, yeah, yeah, you're going to get like a whole NHL segment. That'd be solid. That'd be yeah, solid. so I told them wait till after football's over. Yeah, yeah, like mid-feb. Whenever we have, need time to like kill on the pod. So we have that. But anyway, MLB... They're still on. They're still on the lockout or whatever meter called it. Uh, work. What is it? What meter kept calling it? I don't know. We kept saying lockout. He kept like correcting us to something. I was like, all right, dude. <laughs> it's, a lockout. it's a lockout. It's like work stoppage. I think he said. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, the only headline I have for that is: Do you remember how I said multiple times or brought up the story multiple times that Tampa Bay Rays were trying to split time between Tampa Bay and Montreal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MLB said no. Really? Officially shut down. <laughs> That's not happening. Which good because I think that's the stupidest idea ever. Yeah, it seemed like it would have been. All the fans are getting pissed about it. Yeah, and but the Rays ownership is still wanted to do it, and then the league is like, "No, dude, seriously." <laughs> like I guess the league probably was waiting because they thought like they'd change their mind when every single fan was against it, but I guess not. All right, NBA. 
Uh, let's take it. We, we don't have we, just fair warning. We only have two deep three, so it's a long two this week. Um, NBA starting off the injuries. Paul George, who's been out for a while now, a couple weeks. He, he just his update, most recent update, is that he still needs like a, three more weeks. So that puts him where, like, right after the All Star break, around that, yeah. Okay. So they'll probably just wait till after the All Star. Yeah, I saw Stephen A. Smith on ESPN last night. Guys, like, I'm sorry, but you better. You, the Clippers are a waste of a damn time without Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> and I agree. And I especially agree when there's no Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Paul George has been like doing pretty well. He's good uh, by himself. He's not. He's like a Russ guy. Yeah. Put him on a shitty team by themselves, they're gonna shine and be like MVP levels. Mm-hmm. But when you put him on a super team trying to win, they kind of just fade in the background. Although he had, a, he did do pretty well in the playoffs last last year. Yeah, but what they really killed it was whenever Kawhi went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of was the same. Um, next injury, Bull Bull, um, mm-hmm. as you mentioned last week, the trade didn't get through because he failed physical. Well, now he is getting foot surgery to correct what was injured and made him fail a physical. Gotcha. Okay. So maybe it'll be a bull bull move this offseason because he'll be out probably until after the deadline. Okay. Miles um, Turner, who's a big name in the trade rumors coming up the next couple of weeks, is out for two weeks with a stress, stress reaction in the foot. I'm saying right now I'm calling bullshit. I think it's just... Waiting until wait until near deadline deadline because the two week range puts him right in front of the deadline. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that they, they just don't want him to get hurt. So teams yeah, will still trade yeah. for him. I, I like like a stress reaction in their foot. Like I don't. That's obviously a real thing. I just sounds don't. like it's made up, but you could forge on like documents. <laughs> yeah, it's like a ow, my foot hurts, but there's no X-rays that can prove why it's hurting. Mm-hmm. So it's like let's just rest for two weeks. Yeah, that's that that type of injury. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm calling. My tinfoil hat's on saying that it's because they're trying to move him and they want to make sure he's healthy. No, I agree with you there. Um, big, big injury of the week. Uh, actually, there's two big injuries of the week. Actually, I'll save him. The next not-so-big injury of the week, Jermon Green is out at least two more weeks with a calf uh, slash back issues. Somehow they are connected. He's always had back issues, which apparently that somehow turned into his calf being sore the last few weeks. It's a very weird connection. Yeah, I don't know. I guess there's like a nerve that goes from your back to your calf. I don't know. Yeah. But... I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm a learning doctor, so I don't know. <laughs> but that just seems weird to me. But anyway, he's out for two weeks. Um, then now two big injuries of the week: Kevin Durant out four to six weeks with the knee sprain. Um, side note about that: this is going to be a headline. I thought I might as well just rope it in because these two are connected. That Kyrie people keep asking Kyrie if he's going to get vaccinated because Katie's going to be out for a while, so they can have him oh, full time. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I help you? He's like, fuck you, yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Yes, yeah, so, because everyone kept asking him that. He's like, and he finally said, "Like, I am not doing that. Just relax." So, <laughs> the Nets will be without KD for a while, and Kyrie still half the time. Um, also, a side note about Kyrie: did I saw this? I never never wrote it down. Um, he got fined for uh, swearing at Cavs fans. Did you see that whole clip? <laughs> no, I he was in Cleveland uh, a couple of days ago, or like uh, earlier in the week, mm-hmm. and uh, heckler on the sidelines was saying like, like booing Kyrie and like saying shit to Kyrie, mm-hmm. and he said. Uh, I won you motherfuckers a championship and you still are, are ungrateful or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. But regardless, the league finds 25K for a video of him like, saying, calling Cleveland fans motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with him. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to find them. And it's just jump change. Absolutely. Uh, but again, and the other big injury of the week, Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. Out six to eight weeks. Yeah. It's got tough. surgery in his knee. Uh... It's okay for the Bulls. They'll be in a good position. He'll come back and find 
bad if you have him in fantasy. I know you're the guy who brings up fantasy all the time. Yeah, I got Kobe White. I'm sitting pretty. Yeah, I have Lonzo Ball, but I also have like an insane mm-hmm. team. So I just dropped Lonzo Ball because I counted <laughs> a, I counted ahead in the championships in seven weeks. Ah, uh, gotcha. So yeah. six to eight, usually with the injuries in basketball, they usually tend to go longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's going to be nine weeks. So I just dropped him. I guarantee someone's going to pick him up thinking, if I make the championship, maybe he'll come back. <laughs> He's not. He's, he's not playing limited minutes, anyways. Yeah, so he's down for the season for fantasy season. He's fine. The he'll be coming back like late March. So he'll have a couple a week or two to kind of like get tuned back into shape before the playoffs, and then they'll be fine. All right. Um, all right. So those are the injuries. Uh, what was your favorite injury of the week? Um, I mean, pretty <laughs> standard is Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, that's expected. Happens every year. What's your favorite uh, uh, big, Biggest hit, though, definitely Lonzo. That team was going places for a while there, and they'll probably be like, okay, but they might fall to middle-of-the-road team yeah. instead of powerhouse in the East. I love serious. You actually gave me a serious answer to that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to start <laughs> asking you every week, what's your favorite injury? <laughs> Make a graphic injury of the week. <laughs> injury of the week. Kevin Durant goes to Kevin Durant for messing his knee up. Uh, all right, it's good to headlines. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Coach uh, Frank Vogel from the Lakers is on the hot seat, and this is the mo- probably the most stressful thing in his career. They literally told him that he can fire at any point. <laughs> <laughs> like they beat the Jazz the other night, and they they still told me you're not on the hot seat yet. So if you're Frank Vogel, that's a tough scene. Uh, you can literally be like winning a game on Tuesday night and be fired Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no like really. Yeah, he, he's kind of in the dark there. Um, going off of that though, the other night was it last night? They benched. He benched Russ in the, in the fourth. fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and uh, he got the green light from the team to like, yeah, guy, keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, just like bench him late in the game if you need to. Uh, I don't know. Do you think that's a good move to bench him? Um, I think I think yes, because I think Russ is very good, but he's kind of like. He's, a, I mean, I don't want to say because it it's kind of like a lame term, but he's kind of a ball hog. Mm-hmm. And like, in like times where you need to come back, it shouldn't be in his hands. But he's a type, he's a competitor, so when it's in his hands late, he's going to take the shot whenever yeah. he shouldn't be the guy to take the shot. Because he'll throw up a brick. He'll, show up a, he'll throw up a brick or he'll turn it over or mm-hmm. he'll like waste time on the shot clock trying to make something happen and then finally dishes it when it's too late. Yeah. Like he's not a good clutch guy. He's a good stats guy and he's a good like mm-hmm. player for the first three quarters. But when it comes to crunch time, you don't, you can't. He's a liability. I, I'd say at this point. Do you think he's gonna mess up his psyche? Uh, no. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. He's kind of it's kind of a head case. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of a head case. But <laughs> I mean, honestly, I can see him not being traded at this point. Yeah, I kind of think it's leading that way. I, I they started the benching. Yeah, I don't. If it, if you asked me like a couple weeks ago, I'd say no way he's getting traded. But now that they're benching him in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. that's just a waste of money on you have on your like cap. Yeah, like if you if you if you think he's a liability, and you're gonna play without him. Just trade him for picks or like a young guy in picks, and then just roll with the team you have for him. I still don't think he's the problem. I think that I think the other role players that they have just aren't good enough, and they're past their prime. And and that's AD's been hurt. Yeah, and AD's been a- AD. By the way, is a should be coming back like this week or next. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He he's he's full practicing. Okay. That's that's good for them. So that should help the Lakers, but still. Mm-hmm. All right. Next. What's next? But okay. Some so we've got some uh some Ben Simmons updates here. <laughs> uh, plot twist: There will be a Ben Simmons long too. 
I believe, right? He he's involved in the both long twos, and then he has two headlines right here. So that's, ar- that's ironic because he can't hit a deep three. He always gets the long two. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hit a long two, but he gets a layup. <laughs> uh, ben Simmons will, is prepared to sit the whole season if he's not traded by the deadline. That's good for him. <laughs> Expect the expected. <laughs> Expect the expected. Uh, next, Charles Barkley says the 76ers need to trade Ben Simmons because, quote, fans will never forgive him. Well, yeah, but <laughs> Captain Obvious. Yeah. Like, they already aren't going to forgive him. Like, yeah, they're working on getting him out. They will literally bring him back and they'd boo his ass. I think he should have more said, like, because the fans will never forgive the franchise because they just keep holding on to him, expecting great things to come mm-hmm. from him, and it's just not going to happen. You're not going to get any, like, crazy deal. Yeah, not at You're all. Just wasting time, wasting the... The uh, timeline you have, of, even. The, but like the timetable they have for a championship like run, yeah, they just keep sure. wasting it away on this guy. And they could have got so many better deals earlier. Mm-hmm. But now the longer it's been, he's been sitting out, the less deals you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah, they kind of fumbled the bag with the Ben Simmons situation. Uh, the Celtics, speaking of fumbling the bag. They brought back Al Horford this year <laughs> just because they're going to trade him again, I guess. Um, Al Horford and Josh Richardson are both on the trade block for okay. the Celtics in a package. So That's funny. That's yeah, they had Al Horford said, you suck it out of here. <laughs> then they go, what, let's bring him back. And then, never mind, you suck it out of here. Like... Yeah, poor Al Horford. They, but they said they're going to trade them in a, comp, like a, a package in the attempts to get a better uh, center. I don't know who you can. Yeah, the article I read too also didn't have any like maybe they can go for this person. Yeah, like, it's literally just all right. That's the whole article was they're prepared to trade him in a package. Yeah, I, and Boston ain't gonna do much this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, just a reminder: the trade deadline is February tenth, so a lot of trade rumors coming coming out from the from now until then. Mm-hmm. It, do you think it's looking like we're gonna have a crazy first day again? Because like last year, wasn't it like didn't it wait more because COVID and stuff. Or yeah. the season or something like that? Yeah, no, I think I, it popped off a lot, like, the last day. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, the deadline instead of, like, the first day. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, exactly. They, mm-hmm. There was a lot of moving parts near the end there. Nice, nice. Like, a lot of, like, big deals came after the deadline, too. Now, sometimes they get it right under the wire. They trickle out after. Mm-hmm. Last year, there was a lot of that. Gotcha, okay. Oh, uh, what is next? Chandler Parsons, remember him? Yeah, he yeah. officially retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last twenty twenty, he I had. Liked I always liked him too. In twenty twenty, he had a uh, career-ending car crash. He didn't retire right away because he thought he could come back from it, but he decided yeah. uh, the other night to officially retire. Yeah, I hear, I hear that. It's a good move, probably by him. Um, great two K guy. Great two K guy to have on your team. Oh, he was great. Always slaps in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Like Chandler Parsons was great. Mm-hmm. Ali LaForce. Uh, next, Steph Curry said he's undecided if he wants to do the three-point contest this year. Says uh, he will decide by the deadline to give an answer. He might not because he won last year and he wants to go out on top. They should just call it the Steph Curry three-point contest award. How many times he won it, though? I don't know how many times he won. Yeah, but, like, I mean, who else, uh, who else is better? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they should, I mean, they could just keep a three-point contest. All right. All right, man. <laughs> Next one. All right, dude. I was going to salty at me. All right, fine. Here's a good New York one for you. Yeah, Cam right. Reddish says he can be a star. Cam Reddish? Yeah, in New York. 
by he's, herself. He's got to get healthy first. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think anything's possible if you put your mind to it, so I'll give him that credit. I think being a star is kind of a stretch. Um, yeah, but... I like, think he'll be a good player for the Kings next, but he's not going to... I feel like if he has that mentality, who knows, man? I mean, look at Julius Randle. Yeah. Like, Julius Randle's a star now, and he wasn't even considered a star two years ago. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count it out, but, like, is it unlikely? Yeah. Give it a percentage. Chances of being a star, chances of being really good, the chances of being, like, shitty. 39 and a half. For all of them. For being a star. Okay. For not being a star, like 60, and then 0.5 is the other one. Just surely shitty. Yeah. So no chance he's really shitty. No chance he's really shitty. All right. Fair enough. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Next. Yeah, okay. Trivia. Alright, who who am I? It's a player. Okay. Uh the only player in NBA history to have thirty thousand points, ten thousand rebounds, and nine assists. And nine assists? Nine no nine thousand, sorry. Okay. Thirty, ten, <laughs> and nine. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm um, the thirty thousand thirty thousand points, ten thousand rebounds, nine thousand assists. I was one player in NBA history. NBA history currently yes. playing? Yes. Um who am I? How many boards again? 10,000. And 9,000 assists? Yes. Jimmy Butler? No. LeBron James? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the GOAT. He's the only player ever in history of the NBA to have 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 9,000 assists. Okay. Okay. The GOAT. See, because there's no preface to this question, so... It's just, who am I? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no, I hate it. It's like, no one else did it, so it had to be, like, someone who considered a goat. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was pretty easy, but... I got it. Not first try. All right. <laughs> I would have got it first try. Okay, bud. Our players of the week. At least, what a start to this pod. A lot of tension here. A little bit. A little bit of tension. I was kidding. Uh... Players of the week from the West, we have Devin Booker. The Suns went 3-0. He averaged 27 points, 4.3 rebounds, 3.3 assists last week. We're currently watching him against the Mavericks right now. Uh, Then from the East, we have Darius Garland. The Cavs went 4-0. Darius averaged 20.5 points, 12.8 assists, and 6 rebounds. I saw this video, and it was like this guy at the grocery store. He's like, it's crazy right now in Cleveland. Like, people are actually excited about the Cavaliers. <laughs> like, people are, like, walking around like, hey, you going to catch that Cavs-Bulls game later? It's like, what? We haven't seen this since 2016. It's crazy. Yeah. And without LeBron, too. Yeah. The first time ever yeah. the Cavs, Cleveland's probably excited about the Cavs without LeBron being on the Oh, uh, yeah, probably. I mean, they had, like, what, a stint in, like, the 90s. 90s, yeah. And they had, like, Bill Beer after the Bad Boy Pistons. Mm-hmm. And they had... Del Curry, I'm pretty sure. They, yeah. they did a, I'm obviously his name a couple guys off my head. I'm sure there is someone really good I just can't think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they, they're playoff teams in the in the late nineties. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. All right. The long two. All right. 
First one, Joel Embiid says the 76ers shouldn't be rushing to make any moves to the deadline, and if they stay, uh, the focus on staying healthy instead. Quote, when I look at where we're at, when we got most of the team in the lineup, especially me in the lineup, uh, we are 21-9. and That's not bad. That's up there with the best records in the NBA. So all that tells me is that we just got to stay healthy, keep doing what we've been doing. Do you agree with Joel where Philly should focus on recovering and staying healthy and keeping the team they have, or do you think they need to make a deadline move to be a contender? To be a contender, they need to make a deadline move, I think. Mm-hmm. Um because, yeah, I mean, you can look at the record, but, like, that's, it's different in the playoffs. It's regular season record. He's yeah, it's a regular season record. So, yeah. I, I get the, the the thought process, but, yeah, I think they need to make a move by the deadline. And also, like, I feel like it's very hard to focus on staying healthy. And you can't, <laughs> you can't focus on it. If you, yeah. you broke your leg, you can't just meditate and it'll fix <laughs> yeah. itself. And we're hearing from the guy who's always getting hurt. Who literally didn't play his whole first year. <laughs> Who plays through injuries when he probably shouldn't. Yeah, he had a torn meniscus <laughs> in the playoffs last year. Like, so, I don't know. It's the pot calling the kettle black, but yeah, I, uh, think, I think I th- they definitely need to make a move for somebody and get Ben Simmons the fuck out of there. See, so yeah, I, I, I agree with him where they have a really good team if everyone's healthy, mm-hmm. but the fact they have Ben Simmons not playing and that – that just means that they have an opportunity to make a move. They have so, get someone else who can help. I think you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, like the the notion of like we don't need to make a move. I think is just false because you need to make a move if you have a dead cap player on your team. Yeah, especially in this NBA too. Yeah, like, like you, where it's just what a waste of like money. Like you can go out and trade him and try to get some other pieces. Like you have a good team without him. You don't need him. Just fucking give up anything and just get a player from mm-hmm. him, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't need to make these crazy moves like the Sixers are trying to make. You Like, if you have a good team and they're healthy, just get some more depth. You don't really need anything else. Yeah, I agree. All right, sticking with Philly and sticking with Ben Simmons, kind of. Uh, there are two rumors out there for – a trade rumors out there for De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, okay. Um, since then, I've also seen, like – the Kings might just say fuck it and just keep the Aaron Fox and just build around him and Halliburton, which is most likely going to happen. But that's not fun. So we're going to talk about the other two rumors I saw out there. Okay. Where uh, one Philly is interested in trading him, trading for De'Aaron Fox in a Ben Simmons package deal. Uh, the other one is Indiana is considering setting Sabonis to to Sacramento for De'Aaron Fox in a deal. Um, I think. Out of those two deals, neither of them are going to happen. But the more likely one's going to be the Philly one because mm-hmm. Indiana already said they want to keep Sabonis. And it's also like swapping Sabonis for De- De'Aaron Fox does nothing. Yeah, I feel like you, both teams are at the same point they were before. They're both really good players getting a lot of money and you're mm-hmm. basically swapping. Hey, we have a point guard. You want a big guy? Yeah, of course. And it like doesn't add – like if, if the Kings were keeping De'Aaron Fox and getting a Sabonis, then I'd be like, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, but or like vice right. versa. But like it's yeah because because the Kings are like Halliburton who's solid and Fox is solid and like a bunch of good role players like Buddy Heald and Harrison Barnes and stuff like that. And you need a third piece for the Kings to do good. If you mm-hmm. just trade one piece for another piece, you're not doing anything. Exactly. But Philly, now that's a more interesting deal that I would rather get into more. Uh, if you're doing a Ben Simmons, Darren Fox deal, if you're Philly in Sacramento. Which side needs to add something else to it? It's not gonna be one for one. It can't be. I think I think Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons for De'Aaron Fox and a first. 
I'd say first, maybe two, just because it's Philly. They'll probably want two. Yeah, they'll probably say four, and then they'll... Yeah, two would be the satellite. Like, okay, two. And now, would you do that deal for your Sacramento? You no. get two pieces for one, uh, and build with Halliburton those two? I well, think I would. Yeah, I mean, because... Think... You get Simmons, Tobias Harris, with Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, uh, Buddy Heald, all that shit. Yeah, because, uh, like, the thing, it, it's not bad, but also... Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons will be in a different situation where they'll be the better players on the team so they can contribute more and look better on mm-hmm. paper and mm-hmm. get those stats boosted. And then they move them to a contender later mm-hmm. next year maybe to get something out of it. Yeah. Then so, on, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Then on the other end of things, Philly, yeah, I think Darren Fox is a, would be a great pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A really good point guard that can complement Joe Embiid really well. He can shoot if he wants to. Mm-hmm. He's young, so you have him for a while. But he's also walked up on a, a rookie extension deal so mm-hmm. like he's, you have him for a few years it's not going to be like a, alright I need paid now I'm a young guy like they have they would have him for a couple of years Yeah, I think that would be the best move but it does like I said before we go into it I, it does not look like the Kings are going to move De'Aaron Fox yeah and the Sixers will fuck it up somehow yeah but we want six first rounders and you need to go get James Harden and then trade him to us <laughs> yeah okay alright power rankings Let's hear them. Let's Run hear through them. real quick. 1A and 1B are the Suns and Warriors. The Suns yeah. are ahead of the Warriors now because they have a better record. And still. <laughs> yeah, and still. Reigning power ranking champions. Uh, but yeah, the Suns have been undefeated last last week, and then the, the Warriors kind of haven't. So mm-hmm. like, the Warriors kind of a little like weird uh, slump, but not really. It's, yeah, by Steph- saying slump, they have 12 losses now instead of mm-hmm. Steph's kind of having like a little bit of a shooting slump. Yeah, he's, he'll be fine, though. Mm-hmm. Better yeah. be. I put 100 bucks on him to win MVP. You are? I mean, now's the time to probably do it. No, I did already. Oh, okay. Like, a month ago. Nice, nice. Hey, I was probably not great a month ago, right? Plus, like, 150 or 200. Okay, that's not So bad. I'm making, like, $200 on yeah, it? Yeah, he's going to be minus soon enough, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got that. Number three, the Bulls. So the losing Lonzo is kind of rough, but I think they've been playing well enough that they will be okay without him. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a big hit, but he'll be they'll be fine without him. Um, It'll allow their younger players to step up. So yeah, I agree. Uh, and plus, by the way, the Bulls are number one in the East right now. Just a reminder of that. Mm-hmm. The number four, the Jazz, had no change. Spider's been in and out of the lineup, but like they've consistently still been the third banana in the West behind uh, the Suns and Warriors. Like yeah. they're just really good at just. The Suns and the Warriors are better than them. Number five, the Heat. They've been going up from five to seven to five. Oh, they're bouncing all around. Um, big week for the Heat. They got Bam out of bio back. Um, they're just they're just playing very good when everyone's healthy. And they're number two in the East right now. They're on a tear. Nice. Now that nice. everyone's healthy, they're on a tear. Good for the Heat. And whenever Jimmy Butler's not getting ejected over some stupid shit. <laughs> the double T. Yeah, exactly. Number six, the Grizzlies. Kind of a shock this year. The Grizzlies mm-hmm. have been playing very, very well. Uh, JJJ has been playing really good defensively, which has been a big boost for them. Uh, obviously, John Morant's like their best player. He's a beast. Mm. Um, What's his odds on MVP? He's like fourth best right now. I don't know, man. That'd be an interesting one to toss in there. A little $5 friendly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now, the whole list. Because he's been killing it, and it's kind of making it look like we were putting all the type on Zion, and here's John ja Morant. Oh, Zion's a bust. You know, in that draft. Zion is a bust. All right, let's see here. NBA. 
Uh, player futures. MVP, the best odds right now is Steph Curry, plus 180. Then he goes down to Giannis at plus 360. Joker, plus 500. Joel, plus 850. John Morant, plus 1400. Yeah, it's a little steep, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Joker had a great game last night, too. 49, 49 points. Joker killed it. Triple double, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, too bad. Should, time he, game. Too bad you should be doing that in the from the prison yard. You're never gonna let this go. <sighs> I mean, until Markeith Morris comes back, justice for Markeith. What if they play in the NBA Finals? Markeith just comes back. <laughs> just he comes out. Him, he comes out in a walker. In <laughs> he comes out in a walker in a neck brace <laughs> months after. <laughs> Um, wait, side note about that. I know you're probably getting annoyed by me constantly saying how Joker should be in jail and we need justice for Markeith. But uh, Dan, I was watching the game with Dan and Joe the other night. I told Dan that Markeith Moore still isn't back from that. And he went, wait, what? And he <laughs> completely flipped and joined my side. He said, I thought it was just like an overreaction and like Joker's going to be Joker. He's a beast. Like, no, he, it, he, it he'll never, he's still out. But the fact that he's still out like, is like, whoa. Like that... <laughs> Like, Markeith might have given him a little cheap shot there, but the fact that he got hit in the upper back from behind without seeing got whiplash enough to be out months. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize he's out that long, but, you know. I mean, what, it happened, like, October? Mm-hmm. November, I think, maybe? Something like that, yeah. And it's almost the end of January. He still hasn't played. There's no signs of him coming back anytime soon. That's nuts. Uh, but just a disclaimer, I do like Joker still. It's just... Yeah, a little salty every time I hear him, though, because mm-hmm. he is a, a salter. Um, <laughs> next, we have, what was that? What, what, what did that hint start? Grizzlies? Yeah. Okay, number we're, seven. Then we're Nets. talking about MVP, yeah. Yeah, number seven, the Nets. The Nets dropped a lot from last week to this week, mainly because Kevin Durant is going to be out for a while. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie is back, and Kyrie is doing well when he's playing, but he is only back for half the games. <laughs> so I can't really. Add that of like, okay, they lost KD, but they have Kyrie because Kyrie's not playing every game. So there's a lot of games where they'll just literally have James Harden and a bunch of scrubs. So that's tough for the Nets. Yeah, that is. But it's also going to be part of the plan because Kyrie's only going to be able to play road games for a playoff, yeah, get a lower seed. Like we were seed. saying last week, get a lower seed, then you have less games at home. So it's what, if Kyrie's, what if Kyrie's actually just like vaccinated? <laughs> and he's playing unvaccinated, so they can get the lower seed and have him. But then he's still automatic. He's still vaccinated, yeah. anyways. All right, never mind. That immediately poked a hole in my own. It's a, it's a big brain move. It's a big brain move. Yeah, it's it's too much. Our, our small brains can't handle <laughs> that process. Number eight, the Seventy Sixers. Um, they're playing well. Joel Embiid is playing well. That's not, not. They're not playing well. Joel Embiid is playing well. So number eight, number nine, the Mavericks were watching them. Uh, great, great team right now. Luca, KP has been killing it. They have like the like the 76ers, They have a lot of depth where they all are like playing their part and they're working. It's like no one's like a crazy standout besides like their stars mm-hmm. for both the teams. But they are playing well enough that they're winning. Gotcha. Um, the number ten rounding off the top ten is the Cavs. Uh, obviously, the Cavs mm-hmm. had a good la- week last week. It's just you know, they're they're just, the Cavs. every other team's playing better than this week. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like the Cavs. the Cavs were up higher last week. They might be up higher next week. Yeah, it's just this week everyone's been playing real well. So I had to put them. Both Can't the just Cavs. go from off the list to the like, top five. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm, that's it. All right, let's take it over to NFL. Yep. Yeah.
All right, and let's get into the NFL here. So just to recap, uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. So we had the uh, Saturday games. So let me get these pulled up real quick. He's not prepared for the class today. Um, Boo! All right, all right, all right. You fucking suck! So first game up, we had the Bungles versus the Titans. Cincinnati's. Uh, the Bungles versus the Raiders. Oh, sorry, I was going next week. Yeah. The Bungles oh, versus the Raiders. Man. All right, I'm back. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Bungles versus Raiders. The Bungles get their first playoff win since like 1980 or some some, some bullshit. The first time they won a playoff game in the text message era. Yeah. There was a stat going into the games that I didn't say on the pod, but mm-hmm. there's never a text message between two Bengals fans saying, hey, did you see we won the playoff game? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was a good game. It kind of got like weird at the second at the end of the game. It was like kind of close, seeing like the Raiders might be able to come back. Um, but good for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase had a good game. Joe Burrow slung, slung it as always. Um, and the Raiders, you know, that's kind of what you expected, I feel. Like a team that no mean, like the entire game, they looked like so much worse than the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Then you look up in the fourth quarter, it's like, holy shit, this is a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's the Raiders all year. Yeah. Like, like a team that like, looks so bad. Like how about even like the first quarter, first, second quarter, Whenever they had that kickoff where they just got stepped out of bounds. He tried to do the tricky. <laughs> he literally tried to do the tricky thing where you put your foot out of bounds and pick up the ball. It's a penalty on the Bengals. Mm. No, he literally just picked it up and walked out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a Raiders play. I kind of, I low-key fuck with the Bengals, though. I'm not going to lie. This this attitude that Joe Burrow has in this playoffs is just kind of sick. You? Like, if it wasn't, if like, if he wasn't an AFC North Rival would be like, yeah, I'm full fledged. That, that was a poor timing to say that. Why? I was about to spit take. Like a, nat- like a natural, I held it in. Yeah. Like that was a not, like a, to be funny, I like guess, a natural. I was taking a swing of Red Bull and you said, I kind of fuck with the Bengals. I was about to, Psh. what? If I did it, because I didn't, I'm going to be I kind of fuck with them. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I used man. to fuck with Joe Burrow, then he got drafted by the Bengals, so I don't anymore. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think those glasses were lame. You think they were? Just because he's a Bengals quarterback. He's, he's got... He's if, got if he, now, if he was a Chargers quarterback, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Or some other team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Any other team that's not the Browns, Bengals, or Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, or Pats. But anything else from that game, though? Uh, nah. I just, the Bengals, that was a good playoff win. Might be it. Might be it. Next up, the uh, nighttime Saturday game. Bills versus Patriots. Cold as balls. Uh, did you see Ryan Fitzpatrick there shirtless celebrating because the beast. Bills routed the Patriots 47-17. to 17. They did not punt the entire game. That's nuts. I heard that stat later. That's they nuts. did not punt the entire Or have a turnover. Game. Or have a turnover, yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, I think he had like, what, seven touchdowns? Something like that. Yeah, it's it. crazy, dude. Um, On Viagra? PED? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because who, who was it? Bart Scott or someone? Yeah. It's like... Yeah, you should take some Viagra. Stay warm. Yeah, get some blood flowing, <laughs> all that stuff. But um, I think it's a PED. He said, okay, probably pop the boner, and then just fucking slang it all over the pads. <laughs> Dude, shout the meter. He was there. Oh. He went to the blistering cold, minus 10 degrees, to watch so, the to pads watch get blown out. Josh Allen throws seven touchdowns on his number one ranked defense. Then to make it worse, we have a group message, and... uh I was drunk just laying in the <laughs> I was blacked out drunk. I was in the morning. I was like, you're a fucking piece of shit. This, <laughs> you idiot. Why would you go, you idiot? And like just laying into him drunk, Ryan. It's like. I feel like Bill's fans are good people. They wouldn't like, you know, 
belittle him. The oh, he game. claims the opposite. Oh, really? They he, he, every time it's the, him? I'd say every year, maybe every other year, mm-hmm. this year twice, he goes to a Pats game in Buffalo. Okay. And every year he, t- he always says how, how like, fucking, Bill, I don't know how Bills fans, people think Bills fans are cool. They're the biggest assholes in the world. So, like, what you might see on camera, apparently, is, like, he just, like, gets berated the entire time. I could also see Meter maybe talking smack to him. I, I've said like, that. Like, when, when, when he's on the good end, and then now they're just like, all right, this fucking guy. Like, let's lay it into him. Yeah, I've said that to him, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, good for the Bills. That was a big victory for them. And Patriots will probably be back here next year, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, that with a defense like that, if mm-hmm. they keep their defense, and yeah. Um, so for Saturday games, we both had the Bengals and then I had the Bills, you got the Patriots. So I got that point. Then to Sunday. So the early game, Eagles versus Buccaneers, uh, another kind of blowout here. The Buccaneers won 31 to 15. Um, the Eagles just could not get anything done offensively this entire game. I mean, they didn't even score this touchdown until like late. So like, it was like, it was a, it was a double digit lead for most of the entire game. Mm -hmm. Um, but pretty much, uh. I don't know. Eagles, kind of same thing with the Raiders. Not that great of a team. Had an all right year. You might be back here next year. The Eagles were a shittier defense version of the Steelers. Both seven seeds, both didn't really belong to be. Like, they were a better offense, shittier defense. And if they, we both made the playoffs, but like, mm-hmm. if the Chargers would have made it over us and his Chargers team, that would have been a better game. Yeah. And if yeah. the Saints would have made it over the Eagles, Bucks Saints would have been a better game, too. Yeah, 100%. We're, but we're two teams that just got blown out. We shouldn't have been there, but we we're like the happy to be here. Thumbs yeah, up, the people. happy to be here crew. Yeah, we're the happy to be, just the happy to be here, guys. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, let me see here. Brady only threw two touchdowns. It was the running game for the Bucs and just kind of Lenny consistent. I didn't watch No, he game. did not play. It was uh, Gio Bernard and... He, he got, he's healthy. And yeah, Ronnie, he Ronnie like, Jones, right? No, not Ronnie Jones. They're uh, third string? Uh, Vaughn. Something Vaughn. Okay, okay. Yeah, they both had touchdowns. Um, but all right, then the afternoon game for Sunday, the 49ers versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So we both had the Bucs, then I, we both had the 49ers. Uh, 49ers ended up holding on to win 23-17. Um, let's talk about the end of this game because <laughs> it was pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, so the enti- it start- pretty much started off, the 49ers got off to a pretty nice lead early on. Um, and they kind of kept kicking field goals to enhance that lead. Mm-hmm. But they never really like scored when they needed to to put them away. Then the Cowboys finally came- decided to come back. They brought it to like within a touchdown. And then it's the final drive. And comes down to the last play here, and they run a quarterback draw, a design quarterback run. Yeah, it wasn't in pro. It wasn't like the pocket collapsed on Dak. It was designed to be a run <laughs> with no timeouts, <laughs> with ten seconds left, forty yards away. Like Dak Prescott's a great mobile quarterback, but he's not that good. He's not that good. Yeah, he's not good enough to take it to the house. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, so once the run was completed. The, the clock was obviously expiring, and before the uh, Dak Prescott could uh, spike the ball, the game ended. The ref did get in the way of the lineman, but the lineman did also move the ball at one point during the pre-snap. So there's a bunch of, you know, back and forth between Cowboys fans and the rest of the NFL for the most part, as the refs being scumbags in that situation and not giving him another chance. I don't know. It's one of those things I feel you can give them another chance. It wouldn't matter anyways. I don't think they're going to get a touchdown on that play. Yeah, I don't think they would. 
But I also don't think they should give another play because it was the Cowboys' own stupidity that put him. Such bad. Like one is a bad call to have yeah. the uh, design run play with no timeouts in the middle of the field. Like at least like run to the outside when you have Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, what, even insane, Gallup, even insane uh, <laughs> even Schultz or whatever the tight end is not bad. Yeah. yeah, like you the plays you do you play. When that, that, that situation are on the outside, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a design around the middle. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, a good point I heard from the Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker on a Barstool podcast was: if you do do that, you have to hand the ball the, to the ref so mm-hmm. they can place it fast. They even put it on the ground, and then you, like you said, the lineman messed with it, and the ref couldn't get to it. Mm-hmm. It's that shaved off a couple seconds, and everyone's saying the ref should have gave him play, or the ref fucked it up because he took too long to set the ball. If you ran to the ref and hand the ball and said it, you might have got a snap off the spike and get one more shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the Cowboys didn't do that either. So I would like to say the L Cowboys fans the refs in NFL screwed them over. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, Cowboys are frauds. Um, it's been that way for a long time. I think I saw a graphic where the Cowboys have three playoff wins since like 1985 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the only teams lower than them were like the football team. Well, they won in the 90s, so... Or maybe maybe it was like nineteen ninety five or something like that. Yeah. But either way, it was like it was a ridiculous amount of time, um, with the amount of talent they've had on their roster, and it's like the only teams below them are like Detroit, the football team, and Jacksonville, and maybe someone else. It's Probably weird. Cincy because they maybe Cincy. They won the first yeah. one from like after the eighties mm-hmm. or whatever. So like it's a very slim number of options there. Um, but yeah, Cowboys and frauds. Uh, next game though, the night game, Steelers versus Chiefs. Um. Pain. Ah, it's whatever. Expected pain, but pain. Yeah. I I, I would say one thing, but I knew deep down there's no chance in hell we were going to win that game. <laughs> what sucked the was they jerked yeah. us around for the first quarter. Yeah. The defense, like, we oh, shut no. their, We <laughs> shut them down. Like, our defense shut down their offense. Yeah, yeah. And our, but our, the, the bad thing is that our offense is also being shut down by their shitty-ass defense. Mm-hmm. If we yeah. would have put on a lead early, it would have been a t- totally different game. I think so, too. Yeah, they got down to the – they got, like, in enemy territory, I think, once or twice in that first quarter and didn't, was, wasn't able to put up any type of score. Yeah. Um, so that's not good, number one. Number two uh, – well, this is just a side thing. I was, like, looking at Nick Wright's Twitter the entire first quarter because <laughs> I, I don't know if he caught it, but, like, before the game he said – that the playing the Steelers for the Chiefs is better than a bye. <laughs> so I was just waiting for, like, the, the backlash, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, once T.J. Watt got that fucking fumble recovery touchdown, it was looking glum, glum for uh, Nick Wright. Yeah. Did he say anything? <laughs> nah, he was kind of quiet after that. If the, he, he, he first chimed in after the batted interception yeah. by, uh, I can't remember who got it, Devin Bush. Then Bush got it because T.J. Watt Yeah, because T.J. Watt batted it. And he said, that was just a lucky play. It means nothing. It's still better than a bye. And then T.J. Watt got that touchdown. And then he's quiet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I looked back up and it was like the Chiefs put up like three scores in like two minutes. Yeah. It was bad. But, was bad. you know, it is what it is. So long, Ben. It was a good run. I wanted to get him to end on touchdown. But... Mm-hmm. I, I thought he was going to get a touchdown to Juju before the end of the game. I was hoping so, too. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for that. I was really hoping for Juju to get one. Yeah, I think Deontay got one and someone else did. but And uh, James Washington. Mm-hmm. But anything else from that game? Uh, No. Okay. Then the Monday night game, um, the Rams versus the Cardinals. The Rams 
pooped on the Cardinals. Uh, what was it? Fucking thirty-four to eleven, I think. Yeah, thirty-four to eleven. The Rams won. Um, OBJ's back. Uh, Kyler Murray couldn't do really anything. Um, they, I, I don't know. The Cardinals are kind of also frauds. Uh, Cardinals have been they've I've, they've been they're frauds. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you were watching the Manning cast, but it was actually hilarious. Just situationally. Mm. So they had uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson on first, and he was like, they were like the Cardinals were backed up in their own end zone, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson was like saying this kind of play calling he'd do, like you, know, you want to run the ball up just to get out of the get out of your own end zone, then make some passing plays, you'll be back in this game. <laughs> Kyler Murray snaps the ball. Runs around the back of the end zone and barely avoids safety. <laughs> and then after that, they had Russell Wilson on, and the Cardinals were down bad at this point. And Russell was like, "Yeah, if I'm Kyler Murray, I'm going to be like, you know, going around the sideline, amping up my team, saying we can win this. We still have a shot." And then they just panned to Kyler Murray sitting on the bench, just depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Cardinals were not doing any of the advice given from the Manning cast guests. <laughs> And I saw Eli wearing a death row chain, right? Yeah, and there's some theories that he got some pot from Snoop Dogg. And, and he was just stoned And he time. was stoned as fuck the whole time. <laughs> and then I think there's this thing where Peyton Manning's like audio or something happened. And he almost dropped like an F-bomb or something like that on on the stream. It, it, was, it was a great Manning cast. I, I think they need to bring this to like the actual network. Oh, yeah. Like it'd be great. The regular broadcast. The regular, regular broadcast it. would just be these two in the booth. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one straight guy to do play-by-play. Yeah, yeah. And just have those two be the uh, calm. Cooper team. Manning. Get Cooper Manning. <laughs> that'd be great. Like, that'd be so, the, like, the full Manning family in a broadcast. Uh, Arch, like, the dad is on the, <laughs> on the sideline. He's the, he does, he's like, the Carrie Underwood music so- uh, intro. Waiting all day for Monday, Monday night. <laughs> But uh, with that, it brings the grand total to 192 to 176. Me? Yeah. I had a good week, actually, for playoffs, except for the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. But anything else? What did I get wrong? Pats and Stillers? Yeah, Pats and Stillers. That's fine, man. But anything else for the wildcard weekend? Uh, No. No, right. sir. So we'll take it over to injuries then. Um, again, I'm going to kind of keep it to the playoff teams here. Uh, first up, 49ers quarterback Jimmy G is not 100% with his thumb, but expected to play versus Green Bay. So we'll see how that plays out. I don't know if I make that move. No. If I'm Shanahan. Um, next up, Titans running back Derrick Henry is likely to play on Saturday versus the Bengals. He said, we will see where I'm at Saturday. Sounds like it might be a little bit misleading, but I doubt he sits because they've been waiting for this moment pretty much the last three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Then the Buccaneers lost their center and tackle in the win over Philly this past weekend. Uh, their status is up in the air for Sunday. They were both do not did not participate in this week so far. And then Cardinal safety Buda Baker, he was carted off the field in the Monday night game during, for a concussion. He seems to be doing well now. He's tweeting out thanks um, for the support to all the fans. So... Looks good for Buda Baker for next season. Yeah. Um, that's all I have for injuries, though. So let's take it over to headlines. First up, the NFL fines head coach Bruce Arians $50,000 for striking the helmet of safety Andrew Adams. Uh, did you see the video? Yeah, you sent me. I, I watched it. 
it's the dumbest like, thing it's ever. It's just like a celebration pat on the head. And, and <laughs> if it was the other team's safety... Yeah, it'd be okay. something else. It's his own player. He's hyping him up and smacked him on the helmet. Yeah. Football coaches do that all the time. Every time. It's a football thing. And just to fine him $50,000, I mean, that's just ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard about. Um, I'm not being exaggerating. That's very ridiculous. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it's a shady organization, but that's a bit much. Um, next up, so Andy Reid had a funny quote about when he was asked about winning multiple championships in Kansas City. He said, if you like chocolate cake and you eat a piece, then you have one dangling in front of your face. You're probably going to want to eat that, too. Hmm. Not much is going to stop you. So that's how you, fa- that's how you feel about the Super Bowl. That is the chocolate cake with the ultimate frosting, and you're going to try to get it if you can, the best you can. That is such a standard staple Andy Reid quote right there. Yeah. That's, that's up there with the cheeseburger. I'm going to go home and eat some cheeseburger and go to bed. We're going to do a celebrity. Go home, eat a cheeseburger and go to bed. Like, they just talk. Like, what do you think about this football game, man? It's, it's chocolate oh, cake. It's big wheel cheese. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's like quarter pounder. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> what are you doing? When I read that, I was I was dying. I love the guy. Um, Dude, and then wait, real quick, that yeah. was a wild play to end the half. Oh, what did he swap like a? No, he got pumped. Dude. So what? I, I'm sure they'll show replay. He's cheesing on the way to the locker room. Now. So Luca hit, hit a shot, scored two. There was a two seconds left on the clock. He stole the inbound and hit a three. So he had five. He had, look, he had five points. He just scored a layup. Two seconds left. And he stole it and hit a three as the time expired. Just ran wow. right to the locker. They ran straight to the locker. Are they up like six points right now? Uh, they're up like uh, I want to say eight. eight. Yeah. yeah, eight. Okay. Yeah. Good but he later scored five points in like five seconds. Nice. That's nice. nice. Sorry, continue. No, you're good. Next up, though, uh, following loss to the 49ers on Sunday, Dak Prescott was asked about the fans throwing trash on the field. Um, so if you weren't watching like the end of the game. A lot of Dallas fans were throwing trash like on the field after the mm-hmm. Cowboys loss. Um, Dak said, you know, it's sad among other it's very sad among other things. But then it was clarified that the fans were actually throwing trash at the referees. <laughs> to which Dak Prescott added, uh, credit to them, credit to them. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. I was like, that's a great quote right there. Then Dak had to later apologize for his comments and even the NBA referee association was calling him out, demanding, like, an apology from him. That's stupid. <laughs> I... Oh, man. Yeah, it's really dumb. <laughs> it was just funny. I mean... I, like... I, thought, I, I thought... I honestly I didn't have a problem with Dak saying mm-hmm. that. Because I thought it was... I thought it was, like, kind of a joke. <laughs> I took <laughs> I it as a joke. Was, yeah. Like, everyone's laughing after, and they're like, no. Like, Dak Prescott cannot get away with this. Ref, refs think, like, they're... Like... <laughs> Or yeah, like remember when the uh, MLB refs had like re- like awareness wristbands for themselves, mm-hmm. like yeah. treat ramps with more respect. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Then the uh, Seahawks fired defensive coordinator Ken Norton after four seasons. My only question is, how has he kept this job for four years? I don't know. He must he must be like hasn't the Seahawks defense been bad for four years? Yeah, well, since this guy <laughs> yeah. took over, he must owe like Pete Carroll must owe him something. <laughs> yeah. And then. uh Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson reportedly wants to explore more options in the offseason for a new team. Do you see anywhere specifically him going? Um, a lot of rumors no, because are the Bears and the Giants are a lot of the rumors. Giants I can see. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Bears, I don't. I think they got their guy. Justin Fields, like, they're going to try to like, mm-hmm. stick with him. I can see that, yeah. Um, maybe bring in Russ for a year to like, help train him. But uh, but what was his list before this season? It was like this, the Bears, the Raiders, the Saints, right? Was it? I think so. Yeah, the Saints was on it. The Raiders were on it for sure. Yeah, but that, yeah. But Derek Carr had a good season, I don't think. Was they, the 49ers on it? No. That's Rogers. That's rival, too, yeah. That's Rogers. I think it was Saints. Was the Broncos? That's Rodgers. Okay. I think it's just the Bears, Raiders, and Saints. I think the Giants would be cool. The Giants would work for him. I think. I mean, Saints would probably work too. I think the Saints will be the best team you could join. Yeah, yeah. But because you guys are Giants, like, he wouldn't want to go Giants. He's he's a guy who near the end of his by near the end of his career, he's on the tail end. They have no one protecting him, no one around him. (laughs) It'd be the same thing. That'd be that'd be a waste to go there. You'll just get hurt. Mm -hmm. The only cool thing would be like, okay, you live in New York now. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Stillers. Um, I mean, I want Rodgers first. I would take him, though. Kenny Pickett second, Russ Wilson third. I'd take Russ over anyone else. Not anyone, Rodgers. I'd take Rodgers, then Kenny, then I'd like Russ. Kenny, but I don't think we're going to go Kenny. I saw mock I saw a mock draft with, we're, we're like almost a lock for that Ole Miss quarterback, Matt Corral. I'm cool with that. 20th overall. I'm cool with that. Just get Mason Rudolph out. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett would be taking two picks I don't picks care who you get hours. a quarterback at this point. Just get Mason Rudolph out of there. Yeah, they projected Kenny Pickett to go to the Saints. Damn. The Saints take him two picks before us. That'd be we take cool. Matt Corral. Uh, Still be wearing black and gold. Yeah, I mean, I'd be cool with that. Mm-hmm. I, if Kenny Pickett's drafted by an AFC team, I'll be totally fine. Yeah, yeah. AFC team, I'll be sad. I don't think there's many AFC teams that can get him. That would get him. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head except for the Broncos. Nah, yeah. But anyways, um, next up, the Texans are interviewing former uh, wide receiver Heinz Ward for the coaching job. They also interviewed head coach Brian Flores uh, one day after firing David Culley. Um, So it doesn't look like Brian Flores is going to be the Texans coach. So maybe Heinz Ward. Who did I say? Josh McCown. And then Josh McCown. They just well. announced their interview mm-hmm. Josh McCown. So, some interesting options there. Heinz Ward, I don't know. I, I could see it being kind of cool. I mean, that'd be cool, but I don't mm-hmm. think... I, I don't think he's the best man for the job. No. I, mean, I see a, him maybe being like an offensive coordinator first. He's a wide receiver coach right now for a not Power 5 D1 school, like FAU, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, yeah. He's not going to be able to transition to a head coach in NFL like just like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe they're interviewing... They say they're interviewing Heinz Ward, but they're kind of interviewing for like a... Off, like off That'd be kind of sweet. Like, they, like they interview like, him for a head coach. Yeah. And after the interview, it's like, hey, would you rather do this instead? And like, we'll hire a head coach too. And like, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But that's all I have for headlines. So uh, I, I, was, have, I have something real quick. Oh, you do? What do you got? Um, so just something small and cool that I saw every single touchdown that Ben threw. Yeah. And who it went to. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. I was thinking about doing a trivia. I was like, I think it'd be too easy. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I was going to read off the top. Do you know the top? Yeah, it's like A.B. Number 177. Uh, Mike Wallace. No, Heath Miller. Uh, Heath Miller's three. Heinz Ward is two with 47. Okay. Miller, 45-3. Mike Wallace, 34. Juju, fifth with 23. Mm-hmm. And then, then you got like Santana Holmes, Martavis Bryant, Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. Jericho Cautry, Ch- uh, Chase Claypool. Um, I was surprised that Juju was ahead of uh, Santonio. Uh, the Juju's ahead of Santonio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I too. But I also always thought about too, like that the first couple of years he got he got all the touchdowns. He did, he did. But like I thought it was more like because it was those two seasons. But then it was the year that Ben was out, 
That was the this year Juju's out. That's true. So I was like, I didn't think he'd make the mark there. He only beat him by three, so not that much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But who's the least? Do you know? Oh fuck. There's one. I mean, there's a couple of the ones, but the yeah, last I didn't really one. Yeah, look at the bottom. Um, he was a backup running back a few years ago. Rashard Mendenhall. No, no Isaac Redmond. No. Um, he he was a veteran when he came to us. He had a whole career. Um, 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 oh, I know the name. He used to play for Carolina. Yeah, yeah, he had pink I, hair. Yeah. Um. Fuck. 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 Oh. Do you know the initials? Williams. Yeah, D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams. Yeah. Nice. That's a name. That's a good player yeah. right there. Dude, he was sick when he played. I like, knew us. it. I was like, oh, I know it. Yeah. Yeah, he's sick with us. He was sick. He's, yeah. His Bell's back, but then Bell like, would get hurt. Like, next time he got hurt for a few games, D'Angelo was like the starter, and he killed it. I remember when the NFL – you remember when the NFL fined him for wearing pink not during October? Yeah, because his mom's like dying of breast yeah, cancer yeah. currently. And they were like, no, you can't. That's only for October. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so, so he said, fuck it, it's going to be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I liked him. I'll take the fine, man. Yeah, I liked him. But uh, going over to segments, uh, so we don't have any weenies or 50-yarders, but I just wanted to check in on my grandiose gangs. That I posted for last week. Um, so the Super Bowl contenders, they're still all in the playoffs. Dark horse contenders, they're still there except for the Patriots. That's just by process of elimination mm-hmm. playing the Bills. Then high expectation, low results. Two of those teams are eliminated now. And the one still in it, they played one of the other teams in that category. So looking good there. Who was it? The Cowboys? Cowboys, Rams, and Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, so that's still looking good. And the Miracle Mavericks, the only one standing is the Bengals. Yeah, and they weren't really miracles, but and they were also that's the only the category they fit in the best for you. Mm-hmm. But and they were also like playing other playing the Raiders. So. Yeah, it's looking good right now. It's going to get interesting this week, though. We'll see if it stands true. Yeah, absolutely. But all right, let's take it over to the divisional Ooh. round. Pick them. No, I'm slacking. I didn't have it pulled up. Yeah, it's, it's quick. Quick segment. We're I'm used else. to yeah. Cause I'm used to being forever for the gangs and weenies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fifty yarders. Um. All right. So Saturday, we have two Saturday, two Sunday. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, we have the start off 430 Bengals in Tennessee versus the Titans. The Titans are three and a half point favorites. Titans. I'm going to go Titans, especially if Derrick Henry plays. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to go off. He's going to have a historic run. I think it might be one of those games where it's close at first in the first half, but then the Titans just pour it on in the second. See, I think it might be tight the entire time. You think? I think it's going to be like a last Maybe second. like a last second comeback like, by the Bengals. I think it's a last second comeback that fails. Yeah. But yeah. the Bengals are going to be marching, and then it's going to come that. down to like they need a touchdown. They're down, they're down yeah. by four. They need a touchdown, a field goal, and they just can't mm-hmm. get it done. So back and forth the first and second quarter. Third quarter is all Titans. Fourth quarter is all Bengals. Bengals come back. Miss and it just, by an inch. Just, they just ran out of time. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. I could see that too, yeah. Um. Then the Sunday, uh, Saturday night game, we have the 49ers in Green Bay versus the Packers. The Packers are favored by five and a half. I don't know what to do here. I know you don't. I don't know what to do. You're telling me before this. I'm going to go Packers just because I think they can get. I think oh! go, I think they're going to go all the way. But see, he, I was so I was watching the Cowboys game, the 49ers Cowboys game, and I was watching this 49ers team. And I was like, I don't think this team can do jack shit against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But then I saw a stat. That Aaron Rodgers is like 0 3 against the 49ers in the playoffs. Yeah. That's kind of concerning. <laughs> yeah, I get that. And like their defense is still pretty much there. Um, I don't know, man. So I get the. They're 3 0 or yeah. against Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know. I, I. It's one of those things like if I take the 49ers and they lose, it's like. It's like, yeah, they look bad. I shouldn't have picked them. But they didn't play this year, did they? The Packers and San Fran? No, they did not. Okay. 
There's a couple of injuries on the Packers' defense. Um, David Bartieri is kind of dealing with an injury as well. I'm trying to talk myself into the 49ers. I think the fact that you're trying to talk yourself into the 49ers means you should take the 49ers. Yeah, I'll go 49ers. The points don't matter. I, I don't like it, but I do like it. Yeah. Uh, then Sunday, we have the 3 o'clock game, Rams and Tampa Bay versus the Bucks. The Rams beat them earlier in the year. Yeah. This is playoffs. This playoffs with Brady. And the Buccaneers lost two linemen. I'm going Rams. I mean, I'm going Rams because I'm cheering for the Rams. Rams. I'm cheering for the Rams. <laughs> now the Steelers are eliminated. I'm cheering for the Rams. So, but do you bet against Brady in the playoffs? I think I think every goat it's, needs his. And it's like, yeah, the Rams looked good against the Cardinals, but this is the Bucks now. You know, the Bucks are down linemen. The Bucks are down receivers. The Bucks are down. They've been winning this season so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think the Rams. Or, I think the Rams are more fired up after beating the Cardinals by a slaughter than the Bucks are beating the Eagles. This is another day in the office. Um, I think the Rams are riding high. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I'm gonna stick with my graphic. Then finally, the last game of the week, you have Bills in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. The you Chiefs are favored Chiefs. by two and a half. I'm going Chiefs. I have money on them to win the Super Bowl, so I'm going to ride with that. And I say they're a better team. So here's my thought. That's tough. But the Bills, I think they played against a better team. And they arguably looked better, I think, mm-hmm. against the Patriots and the Chiefs looked against the Steelers. Because that first quarter was a little bit suspect. And then the Steelers kind of had a little flirt with like a – very slight comeback. Um, I'm going to go Bills. If Bills win this game, they win the, the Super Bowl. I think so, too. If, if this is the last hump they had to get over. They yeah. got over their division yeah. rivals with, like, Big Bro, Pat, Pats. I don't know. Titans and Bills could be a cool matchup, though. Yeah, but the Titans, didn't they beat the Bills earlier in the season. The Bills are going to lose twice to the Titans. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, I just don't trust Derek Henry, I, I just don't trust the Titans. Yeah, but, like, with Derrick Henry, you can control the game. Mm-hmm. Especially against the Bills, who do not have a run game. That's true. So I, I think I'm going to go Bills here, um, mainly because I kind of I'm rooting for the Bills. The Bills are probably my AFC team at this point, aside from I mean I like the Titans too. So I mean whoever wins this Chiefs Bills game, I'm cheering for from the AFC. Okay, okay. But I'm I'm leaning Chiefs because I have money on them. I I just do I do think like you know, and that did you see the uh, speech that the coach gave to the Bills player players? He pretty much like. It? Uh, or as an assistant. It was an assistant or something. Okay. He was pretty much having everybody in the room stand up. And he was like, sit down if you weren't a first-round pick. Sit down if you weren't a you know five-star recruit in high school. Sit down if you've been cut or traded this year, you know, and all that. And everybody sitting down is like, now look where you came from. And everybody, you know, sitting down in the room. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like kind of a cool thing, motivational. Like, I could see that in a movie or some bullshit. Yeah, but that's that 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 that's just a cop. McDermott, that'd be a great head coach speech. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did undermine him a little bit. <laughs> it's like, dude, they respect him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I can roll with the Bills. I can roll with the Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. You gotta jump through a table. <laughs> Not this table. Yeah, a table. That could be your punishment. If they win the Super Bowl, we'll change the whole trophy punishment. Oh, you gotta like, break a leg. You gotta you gotta jump through a table like outside. Six weeks from the cast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you'll, you'll get to work from home. Yeah. Finally. 
right. man. All right, our differences are every game but the Titans. <sighs> the Titans are going to wreck the Bungles. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. By wreck, I mean exactly what's going to happen. You said it's going to happen. All right. But let's take it over to pop culture. Yes, sir. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. And let's get into some pop culture here. Leading off with movies. Um, so you remember that movie House of Gucci by Ridley Scott? Yeah. And Ridley Scott was like saying shitty things about Marvel? Yeah. So apparently yeah. Lady Gaga proposed to Ridley Scott for that movie a sex scene between her and Salma Hayek. Hayek. Yeah. And Ridley Scott cut it. What a fucking <laughs> bitch. What a turd. What, what a soy boy beta cock. How are you going to bash Marvel? And then you have this golden opportunity <laughs> to make great cinematography. <laughs> and you just shut it down. Like, Full scissor on, and everything. Yeah. Like, it's a straight up like, sex scene. Like, not like a sex scene, like a sex scene. <laughs> That'd but, be great. I just thought that was funny. Because I thought of that and I was like, what a piece of crap. Someone Hayek and Lady Gaga would be so hot. I'd 100%. I, I'd, I'd make sure I was sitting by myself in the back of his <laughs> like, the, the, the workers were like, oh, he's in it again? So, yeah, House of sure, Gucci again. I've seen it this week. House of Gucci again, <laughs> a classic. I'll get the mop. <laughs> but uh, next oh, up, geez. Jensen Ackles uh, states he is working on a DC project. With, quote, no specification of a movie or TV show with Warner Brothers. Uh, people are speculating it will be a Red Hood project. That'd be cool. Be kind of sweet. I can see him killing that role, too. I don't know who this guy is, but... You know Supernatural? Uh, kind of. He's one of the dudes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look He's going to be in uh, The Boys Season 3. Oh, nice. Let's see. Yeah. Jensen Eichels? Eichels, yeah. He's banging Jessica Alba? Is he? I don't know. I heard he was bashing Jessica Alba. Oh, no, he is, he's bashing him. Yeah, because I, I guess he was on a podcast, and they asked him, like, how was it to work with Jessica Alba? And he was like, oh, she's a bitch. <laughs> like, full out called her out. And you know said, what? like, he went on to a project with her, and he kind of, like, came in, and he was, like, a newer actor at the time. And she just was like, oh, here's the new guy they bring in to, like, kind of boost, like, you know, whatever, uh, ratings and shit. <laughs> And she, he was like, all right, like, I just got here. Like, what do you want? <laughs> Fuck that guy. I'm Team Jessica. You are? Ah, she's so hot. Yeah, but I mean, I could see her being a bitch. Yeah, but she's so hot. I don't know. I feel like you come out and you say it, like, say it on a podcast like that. I don't, when there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, yeah, she's probably a big bitch, but she's mm-hmm. hot, so it's okay. She <laughs> Dude, she's, like, old and she's still banging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sue Storm. <laughs> then... <laughs> We gotta get bonked for this episode, dude. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we next up. We should get bonked for this segment. <laughs> yeah. Two headlines in, we've been, I mean, we're just talking about like, hot chicks and sex. We're down bad. With the next one. Dave Radcliffe will be p- portraying Weird Al Yankovic. Now that's hot. <laughs> oh my god. No, so like, I don't know, I, I don't see footage of it, but like, I think he could definitely look the part. I think, I think it'd be a really funny movie. I could see it being that, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm for it. Like, white and nerdy on the big screen. Oh, yeah, it's Daniel Radcliffe. Amish Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> was that, which, which one was, like, his first big song? Uh, was it, neither of them. Yeah, it was, like, something else. It was, like, it wasn't it Fat? Yeah. Or something like that. And who did the, who was, what was the parody of? Bad. Bad. By Michael Jackson. There's also, yeah. like, a surgeon, like, a virgin, but I think he's already established <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's also images that leaked the Batgirl in her costume on set. Uh, looks pretty good. I, th- I, 
Huh? A lot. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even mean in terms of oddness, but I, I think the movie looks good, though. I think it can be. A, I hope it works out. Who's playing here? Um, I don't know. Some black girl. She's got the red hair, though. So I'm cool with it. I'm looking. Oh, yeah. It looks like it could be a good movie, though. I, I hope they, like, don't fuck this up. Because it's a good character. But that's all I had for, uh... Oh, and then I have one more thing, actually. This her? <laughs> no, you're close, though. It's just a kid in a Halloween costume. <laughs> I back uh, across from all the news. Like... Results were like, yeah, here's the actual like bat girl mm. costume. Then I search images, it's all <laughs> Halloween costumes. Um, the last thing I had though, Kendrick Lamar, Matt Stone, and Trey Parker are teaming up for a live action comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's going to be, but it's probably going to be great. That is good. That's awesome. But that's all I have for movies. Anything you want to plug in? No. All right. Between Kendrick Lamar, did you see the, the halftime show trailer? I didn't see the trailer. I saw like. I saw it pop up, but I didn't watch it. It got me so hyped. I saw, like, Eminem and, and Slim Shady. Yeah, like, him doing and the word thing. It's like, it like an AI that he made of himself, <laughs> and there's, like, throwing grass back and forth, but it's like, he gets attacked. Dude, what if it's, like, insane? Like, like actually insane. More than we think. The trailer got me so hyped. Like, what if it's, like, holograms of their younger selves, and then their older selves on stage at the same time? I can time? see it. I can see it. So, all right, I'm just saying that. I'm just going to go through the trailer. Is this going to be the best halftime show ever? I, it's going to be. So, the trailer starts with Eminem, like you're saying, there's a little thing. He gets a text. He goes, okay, jumps on a plane, flies to Cali. As he's flying, Cali pans down from the plane to the highway. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking Snoop. Like, do, 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 do. Uh, like that, whatever song that is. Yeah. Um, him jamming with a car that bumps up and down. And it, and it sticks with his song. For, so, when Eminem's, Eminem's on for like 30 seconds or maybe mm-hmm. a minute, it's rap god playing the whole time him going like that. They switch to Snoop Dogg doing the one, two, three, it's to the, the full dog. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is wow. at the door. And then it, it goes after like a minute for him, it cuts somewhere else, and it's Mary J. Blige, her one song that's really, really banging. I forget. But it shows her like in a photo shoot, and it's like her for a minute, and that, that song's banging. Yeah, and it shows that she jumps in a Maserati. And then she drives past the building and he goes to the window and it's, somebody pray for me. And it's like Kendrick just writing shit and throwing it out the window. Wow. And then it cuts to the beach where it's Dr. Dre just walking on the beach in the water. It's like a piano doing the, uh, like the still DRE like thing. Dude, this is going to be great. And then the happen. next thing you know, they he gets a text. They all get texts. Then they all show up at SoFi, outside SoFi together. Mm-hmm. They're different transportations, and they all like, look at each other. It's like, let's go. And they start walking towards, like, SoFi. It's sick. It's going to be so sick. Yeah, you have to watch the trailer. That was a bad explanation. No, it's, so I, I can picture it. I can picture it was so like, I, was, I, I thought the lineup was sick. Mm-hmm. Watching the trailer, gosh, this is the most hype I've been for a half-time show in forever. Yeah, I think so, too. I think yeah. so. Like, as soon as it was announced, I was like, this is going to be amazing. Yeah, same. But then this, this hype is just sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's take it over to TV. First up, the new episode of Book of Boba Fett, uh, episode four. Um, we both got a chance to check it out. Initial thoughts? Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of parts of the episode I really, really liked. And I'm excited for the last two episodes. Right? There's only six episodes. So um, I'm not sure. I, I think don't know. six. So we have two more. Six, and yeah. it's setting up for a great. Yeah. Finale. So um, I like that uh, Boba Fett's back fully. He's no more back to tank. No more. He's fully healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, you're not going to see him. Like it's going to be full fledged mm-hmm. Boba from this point on. Uh, they got the official name for Boba Fett's new ship in Fire Spray. Yeah, Slave One. I 
don't care. I'm sitting on slave one. You are? Okay. Um, yeah, I get that. Because fire sprays are the type of ship. It's not the name. See, here's my thing. All you got to do is simple. Add something, a flamethrower on it. Yeah. And then go fire spray. The one guy I watched Breakdown for said, listen, I know it's whatever. They only did it because they don't want to have slave in it. But they could have easily wrote in there, like, slave is kind of like an evil way to say it. So you can just say, I'm changing the name of the fire spray. in this thing. (laughs) Yeah. You can just change the name of it. Because you're turning over a new good guy leave. Mm-hmm. You can say that. Yeah, that's you can true work too. it in somehow, and it'll be, it'll be like, all right, it was not that big of a deal. I, I like this. How corny would it have been if it's like you call your ship Slave One? That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> it's like fifty fifty one. But I think that scene where he uh, they were pulling with the Sarlacc pit. He's like, I got to go make some. Like, tie up some loose ends. Yeah. And then they go fuck up the bikers. They killed all the uh, Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. And then they go over the Sarlacc. I was like, who's the other guy? It's the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like for he's his... just holding a grudge over this monster. Well, he's looking for the armor first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it was so sick whenever uh, the... He, like, hopped out, the jump scare. Well, I knew the jump scare. I was, like, yeah. out work watching. I was like, this is definitely going to pop out. Yeah, it was too long. It was just panning in there, and it was dark, and one flashlight. I was, like, waiting for it. Um, but it was sweet whenever uh, Finnick dropped the the bomb, the bomb, because mm-hmm. those bombs are so like whenever, that's like the best part about uh, Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Is whenever like you see that bomb, I don't yeah. know why I just love that. It's so satisfying. Yeah, but it was a uh, really good episode, and it kind of set up for Mando coming back. Yeah, so if you missed it, if people missed it. Like I missed it. Like he missed it. At the end, whenever Finnick and him were talking about like who, like we need an army or whatever, it's like well we can pay for soldiers. Have a just the right, right idea or whatever. Um, they threw in the Manda theme song, mm-hmm. like out of nowhere. The, and that's the second time they had that theme song drop in that episode. The first, which is right before Boba goes to save Finnick, you see the flash that uh, Dinjarin did at Finnick to like get the upper hand in that their battle. Mm-hmm. And when you see the flash from Boba's perspective, you hear the Manda theme song for like a little tiny bit. Yeah, um, but they're just setting up the Mandalorians are going to come help them. Yeah, pretty much, and, and that's going to be awesome. Because it, it, that makes sense, too, because if it's going to be a one-off, like, I'm sure Boba Fett's going to be in The Mandalorian Season 3, mm-hmm. and Fennec could be in that, so, like, this is a perfect, like, tie-in. What if we saw... So, we were always talking about Amelia Clark. What if it was Thrawn? Oh, they introduced Thrawn. I'd come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was aggressive. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I was just thinking about that. Like, that'd be kind of wild, because, I mean, you have the Ahsoka show coming up. And that could tie into that. You can introduce him in this and have him... Like, yeah, and then kind of have it established so you don't have to give that exposition. And against Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd I can see that. Just a way to connect it. Because they're kind of connecting all these in a, in a way. If Thrawn shows up at the end of the day, I would have to run to the bathroom. <laughs> Blue skin and all. Red eyes. Bonk. That would be awesome. Uh, there was kind of a... Um, not reference at all for Thrawn. But there was, like, the thumbnail for the one breakdown had Thrawn. I was like, what? <laughs> was there a missing thing? Yeah. And all it was was just, like, the episode whenever, if Rebels, whenever it was, like, Thrawn having, um, what's the Twilight's name on that, the main character? I can't remember. Um. The chick, uh, Syndulla, uh, uh Hera. Yeah. So whenever Hera had, she had, he had Hera, Syndulla, like, prisoner, and, like, she had, like, this Twi'lek mm-hmm. family thing. Mm-hmm. I was, like, a stick. The shapes on that hanging were the same as the Twilight and the Cantina's earrings. So that that's not really a shout to Thrawn, but yeah. I got all excited because the thumbnail did have that. Um, 
Anything else from Book of Boba Fett, though? Uh, I'm loving it. Yeah, me too. Me but too. it's still not my favorite episode. But I, 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 mean, I, the second episode is still my favorite, I think. But I still like this one a lot. But all right, next up, Peacemaker. Yeah. So it dropped last week. We didn't get a chance to watch it. I did. You did not. So I'll give like a very loose spoiler free. Yeah, I'll probably watch episode one like as soon as I leave here. But yeah, um, my which... my personal thoughts. I really enjoy this. Um, it's like a raunchy comedy. Uh, definitely, you know, it's definitely adult in uh, a lot of scenes and whatnot. Uh, tons of f bombs, so it's great for that. Mm-hmm. But it's it kind of like it's slow starting, but then episode three it starts to kick off the larger plot. Um, but I like all the characters. I think you know each one's good in their own way. Um, John Cena's doing a lot better than I thought he would, so I'm liking that as well. Yeah. And the story, like I said, the story overall is pretty good. It's it's pretty funny. I'm like laughing out loud at a lot of scenes. Yeah, I, so, I've heard nothing but great things about it. So and the soundtrack's fantastic. It's a bop, but you wouldn't expect anything less from James Gunn. But yeah, that's all I really have for it. Uh, episode four dropped today. I got to see that one too. So it's pretty much continuing down that path um the theme song is just insanely hilarious i didn't watch it it's just so it's so fucking ridiculous that it's just like you gotta watch it um then the next thing i had was the moon knight trailer um so Mm -hmm. marvel went ahead and dropped the moon knight trailer uh it doesn't give really much away it just kind of shows the insanity of moon knight's like character and it's going to be a very trippy show, I feel. Like, kind of like a thrill, like a suspenseful psychological thriller, in a way. But, yeah, all the scenes, like, they look incredible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you I don't have much to add for Moon Knight, so you keep going. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much all I had to add. Um, but did you see that one guy from the uh, Moon Knight show died? R.I.P. It's a guy that's going to be in Moon Knight. He's, uh, I can't remember his name. But he's going to be portraying a character, like a hero in there. Uh, and he passed away in a crazy ski accident. Oh, that's sad. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. But, uh... <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah. And then next up, I had, uh, for... So Jonah Hill was interviewed, and he apparently wants to do a super bad too, but only when the cast is 80 years old. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Which I think would be hilarious, and I already got your plot point, all right? So it's okay. like... They're in a retirement community together, and they're still trying to get puss. <laughs> All the same. Like, it's the yeah. same concept, but it's just, like, older people. It'd be fucking hilarious. That would be great. It's the same tropes. Like, McLovin's just wearing some crazy getup. He's like, you look like Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I still love that one That one clip. I, I always see it randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who played McLovin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing the, damn, son, where'd you find yeah. this? <laughs> that was a random thought, but I always see it pop up randomly. I yeah. love that. But that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in there? Uh, yeah, I finished It's Always Sunny, the new season. I wanted to watch the new season after I watched the rest. Mm-hmm. It's in order. It's good. Yeah, the I, four episodes in Ireland are great. Yeah, I, I'm there. I, I, I took a hiatus. And I'll get back to it. Uh, Last I saw was Charlie's dad. Okay, I'm not going to tell you any spoilers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, though, there is a a serious, amazing acting, like, drama scene right before the end. Really? Of the season with Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. I'll probably have to... Like, crying, like, like an actual acting. Mm -hmm. And... His dad dies or something, right? Yeah, the spoiler I was trying to avoid for you, but yeah. I mean, I saw it online. It was like one of those things that popped up in my feed. Yeah, it was when he dies, 
not gonna say how or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's a point where like Charlie's like having an emotional breakdown, like talking to his like the dead body. Yeah. You were never there for me, like freaking out, like I'm a will, like a will in Fresh Prince, talking about why does he want me, Uncle Phil? Damn, it's a, that type of scene with Charlie. And Shit. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's crazy. It's probably the first time I've ever done something like that. I that's what like took me off guard. I was like waiting for like the joke, mm-hmm. and there wasn't. There was wasn't a joke. It was just Charlie like breaking down, like damn. If you fucking, if you love me, why the fuck did you abandon me? Like, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. It's nuts. But uh, let's take it over to music. So your jams of the week options here. Um, so I have a few before we get into the jam of the week options. First up is Papower by, by Gunna and Drake. You'll probably just hear it a lot. That's the other reason I had it here. What is Drake coming in? Captain Hot Sauce. Gotta love it. Then I got uh, Iffy by Chris Brown. I don't know how I feel about this one, but it's another one you probably hear a lot of. Are you iffy about this? Yeah. It's just a typical. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I want to make sure because I could have sworn I saw a two chain song here. The million dollars worth of game. Yes, last week. here it is. Two chains. It's Motorola Era. A Z and two chains. It's pretty good, actually. It could even be jam of the week. There has to be new two chains album coming out soon. Just a bunch of wild two chains lines. Um, then next up, I just had country song of the week, "Whiskey Sour" by Kane Brown. Kind of emotional, but I think it was Bob though. That's a good country vibe, though. I fuck with that. But anyways, your jam of the week options. All right, so I got number one, "Last Day on Earth" by Ty Verdes. Yeah, that's a good song. This is a good chill song. I want to go to church. He's great. I'm loving this guy more and more every time I hear him. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, I, I, I found like a song from like super early. <laughs> no, I hear you. Like, I'm glad that he's like blowing up a little bit because mm-hmm. he's great. Like, it was like around the same time TikTok took the, uh, 
a middle, stuck in the middle or whatever song, like made it big, big like, yeah. they say, you're a player, aren't you? And they say, yeah, whatever song. But while that was going off, I did, the, I found like A-OK. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what was that? Uh, other one. Drugs. Yeah. Drugs is a great one. But, uh, next up, Avril Lavigne and Black Bear. Avril Lavigne's back. Love it when you hate me. And then Black Bear. Oh, is he coming out? Not bad. I like it a lot. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it at all. And then we got Easy. Yeah. The game and Kanye West and Kanye West goes for blood. That's bad. <laughs> I like the hook too. Yeah. yeah. It's very basic, but I like it. The game's great. The game's, the game's great, yeah, but. Well, let's go to Kanye's part, though. Yeah, that's what I came here for. <laughs> is it courts together after this or after this. That's uh, that's your option there, though. Well, that's it. That's it. Easy. Uh, I mean, I like I like the Black Bear Avril Lavigne song, but it's not like mm-hmm. it. It wasn't like an instant like it wasn't one of those instant like oh, this is yeah, a great song. Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad, but then I also like the Two Chains one a lot too. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. All right, your jam of the week. Oh, and the Ty Verdes. Oh, I don't know that one's good though. Mm-hmm. I, I I would like to. I like. To, can I make a combination? Yeah. Of the last easy the as in uh, just a Kanye P. Davidson line. Yeah. <laughs> okay, your jam of the week, last day on earth, Ty Verdes, and the line, the bar from Easy by Kanye West about Pete Davidson. Yeah, God save me from this crash so I can beat P. Davidson's ass. <laughs> All um, right, with that, take it away, Ryan. All right, so thanks again for Kent's Brothers painting. Um, hopefully, they can come in and fix your sorry ass house up. All right. <laughs> this uh, give him a call if you are in are need. Into stabs. What? These chabs are turning into stabs. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you do need a paint job, uh, look no further than Shaler native uh, Bob Kent's Kent's brother is painting four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. 
koozies set for sale, seven bucks a piece. Don't ever forget about those. We still have some in stock. If people stop buying them. Warm hands, cold beer. <laughs> Can't lose. Oh, by the way, side note, tangent mm-hmm. at the end, I counted my koozie collection for the first time. Yeah. And forever. 168. Jesus Christ. 168 koozies. It's a lot of birds. It's a lot of birds. I haven't, there's so many I'd probably never used. You should just get 162 beers and just put a koozie on each one. 68. Or 168, and I then should. just take a picture of it. I should. That'd be sweet. Pyramid them on the koozies. Yeah, that'd be sick. It'd be tough, but you can maybe. It'd, it'd be if they're full day. and unopened, you could probably get in the stand. If, if one day when I have my own place, and I have like, people over at the booze later, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, don't worry, I'll get all the booze, don't worry about it, <laughs> and I bought like a shit ton of natty, I'd do that. <laughs> it'd have to be natty. It'd have to be natty. <laughs> what else would I be? Um, but okay, two chains line of the week, actually from the song that you brought up today. All right. Um... Yeah, whenever you're playing the other songs, I went forward and got the lyrics. No, I got flavor. I got paid off ad-libbing. I ain't going back and forth bad men. Bad bitches that ass different. I brag different. I bag different. Nice. Nice. Great. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you of my phrasing, it's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time, baby. You could have been my lady, making me all hazy. You really had me going on that night. But even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Some time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're